Welcome to Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We're four marriage and sex bloggers. Discuss the naked truth. What does God really want for the sexual intimacy in our marriage? I'm Jay Parker of Hot, Holy, and Humorous. I'm Chris Taylor from The Forgiven Wife. I'm Gay Christmas of Calm, Healthy, Sexy. I'm Bonnie Burns of Oyster Bed 7. Welcome to another episode of Sex Chat for Christian Wives, and you're never going to guess. We're all sitting around the same table. <laughs> Not the virtual table. Not yeah, the real actual table. actual table. Here. Yes. Table. Actual table all together. It's very weird. Folks. It is very weird. But, but wonderful. Yes. Chris, Jay, and Gay traveled many, many, many miles to come to my house in East Tennessee, and I just I welcome them, and I'm so glad that they've taken the time out of their lives to have this weekend together. So, we are going to move on to a topic which we think is really going to help you this week, called romance. What's the deal with romance? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just dive in. So, what's, what's romance to you guys? Like, I think everyone might have a slightly different definition. Yeah, I think this is one of the peeves I have when we talk about romance is we have this notion of what it's supposed to look like. And a lot of times, also, husbands have been convinced that romance looks a certain way. Like, it's bringing her the flowers, saying, you know, pretty things, and maybe that's not you or maybe that's not him, and then you feel like, well, we can't have romance. But I've discovered that romance is all kinds of things to different people, and you have to know what it is to you, what it is to your spouse. But we're not super romantic in my marriage, let's just say that. We are not killing it on the romance. <laughs> but because uh, I'm, well, I mean, I've talked about it married to Spock. It's not like Spock is Mr. Romance. But there are some things he does that are romantic to me, and things I do that are romantic to him. And a lot of those for us play into kind of our love languages. I used to read a whole lot of those uh, romance books that I shouldn't have been reading, and I had this whole idea of romance based on what the heroes in the books did. And I'm sorry, it's really weird having you all like in front of me. Um, so, you know, I used to have this idea about flowers and rose petals and all the froofy stuff, and then when my husband would try to do those, and I'm thinking, okay, well, that doesn't make me feel loved, so what's going on? It just really mm. threw through me because mm. I didn't, I didn't even know what the point of romance was. I thought it was supposed to be like, I don't know, putting me on a pedestal or something. But flowers don't do that. Yeah, I love them, but they're not. Mm. I don't know. And you know, it's sometimes it's not just the wife who really likes romance. Oh, good point. And sometimes it's the wife that falls down on the job when it comes to romance. So just as in high drive, low drive. High romance, low romance can be flip-flopped and not Yeah, we shouldn't take for granted that the stereotype is true everywhere. Right. So what what is our definition of romance? Like, is it making the other person feel loved? Is it... I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the Merriam-Webster definition is. Does anyone know? <laughs> quick, somebody's going to click onto their computer and we'll look, look it up. up real quick. And I heard um, a lot of husbands will say that romance in their minds is not separate from sex and that mm -hmm. there's this it's not that you be romantic in order to get sex but they're just so intertwined that romance without sex in connected to it doesn't feel finished somehow yeah so i mean that the physical intimacy is romantic to them to, it's, to it's romantic it's also and to, and to it's the culmination wise. of romance mm -hmm. 
And I know that's not true for everyone, but. Well, very little we say is true. For everyone. For everyone, except the God stuff, but. Yeah. <laughs> so Gabe, stuff. what does Merriam-Webster say? These are really helpful definitions. Okay, so well, there's some, you know, about medieval tales, a love story. Oh, the chivalry. Types of literature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, an yeah, emotional some... attraction yeah. or aura belonging Ooh, to an especially aura. heroic era. Oh, that kind of romantic yeah, A hero. love affair. Okay, wait a minute. Here's the verb. To romance somebody? To it's entertain so romantic thoughts. Well, that doesn't ever help when they give you the definition that refers to oh. another form of the word I know. in the definition. Right, how about this? <laughs> to try to influence or curry favor with, especially by lavishing personal attention Gifts or flattery. Well, there you lots go. Of that's <laughs> lots of high-drive spouses yeah. are trying to hurry that yeah. favor. Yeah, yeah, that whole curing. Yeah, that's. But you know, the only word, the word I do like in that is lavish, because yes. I think that there's something that is sort of generous lavish. and giving about good romance. It is not just what you want. It's really paying attention to what what is meaningful to the other person, and doing those things that you know will make them feel treasured, cherished, and yes in the mood, all those things. But that currying favor is, I mean, to me, there was a period of time when any time my husband would do a romantic gesture, in my mind I always went to, he's doing it only because he wants sex, mm -hmm. not because he cherishes me. Mm -hmm. That was my issue. But then we learned from Guy Talk that cherishing us for men physically comes out as sex. Of an, yeah. Right. I'm for Is a lot of, and, and I'll speak again for the higher drive wives because I mean it's it's kind of romantic to um, to go up and and touch your husband in sexual ways. It can be romantic for her too, and and if you're married to a guy who doesn't see that, it's interesting because there are several higher drive women who've actually said that their husbands are the ones who want to have said, well, it would really help me if I felt more connected to you outside of the bedroom and we did more of these things and stuff. And their husbands have actually said, basically, mm -hmm. I need more romance mm -hmm. outside the bedroom to be ready inside. Mm -hmm. So, kind of interesting. So, we kind of hemmed and hawed around that definition. <laughs> <laughs> so it's different for everyone, I think. It's kind of like create your own ending, you know, those books. Yeah, create your own those definition. Mad, mad libs. So how does romance change over time? So he sweeps you into his arms and carries you over the threshold the first night, and then 20 years later, his knees don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you gained 20 pounds. <laughs> and you're like, look. Uh, we'll just imagine that you swept me off my feet because no one wants to get hurt here. <laughs> well, so, you know, when we were dating, romance was, you know, there were all these gestures. And then, you know, after kids, and one of the biggest romantic things was when our kids were old enough, we could leave them at home together while we went to the grocery store. Like, that really felt like romance because mm -hmm. we were with each other in a way that, you know, there were no kids around. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Actually, I also think the little things like that have become more meaningful to me because we kind of have to make an effort over the years. It was no big deal for us to be holding hands when we were dating and all in love and first married and everything. And now we've kind of we've had to, we, there was a point where we kind of had to be intentional about it. And it's very romantic now for me to hold my husband's hand when we're walking anywhere. And I always think it's so sweet when I see older couples doing that too. Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. romantic. There was this couple in our church and she leaned over to get pick something off the floor and he was totally checking out her behind and it was so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
my hot sexy old wife. I think ideally it changes over time in that you become more aware of what's romantic to your spouse and you meet their needs more. Like, so I'm not a morning person at all and over the years, my husband has developed the habit of making the coffee and bringing me coffee in bed. And I think that's oh, mm -hmm. very, very romantic, romantic because that meets a need that I have that he's can easily fill because he can get up easily in the morning. And Coffee's yeah. definitely a need. Yeah, it is a need. It definitely <laughs> is. My husband yeah. programs the coffee every night. Yeah. But on the night that he has choir practice at church, I do it for him. And so... It's like he does it regularly and that's romantic to me, but I do it on the night that he's not there and that's romantic to him because it's meeting a need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it goes back a little bit to one of those definitions you read, talked about it being a heroic effort. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes yeah. romance is so intentional it is a yeah. heroic effort on one of your parts. I do think that's true. As you get older, if you really pay attention, you get to know better what's romantic for yourself attention to what really matters to you and what matters when your spouse does it and then you know you can but lean like, into that right but like you said it plays into love languages if you want that romantic gesture to really mean yeah. something yeah it has to be into their love language not yours yeah. yeah that's probably why holding hands was was one of mine because affection's number one mm -hmm. on my list um yeah. and gifts is not so if he i dated a guy um many moons ago who was a very very romantic guy just by all the standard definitions, but he brought me flowers all the time. And it was really wasted on me after about like the third time because mm -hmm. I just didn't care that much about getting flowers. I, I felt kind of bad because he was making such an effort and it really wasn't an effort that mattered to me. Well, and if you do it too much, I don't know, can you do something too much? Yes. Yes. So I think yeah. it, that flowers kind of could be overkill. My husband used to get me roses all the time and I love roses, but I'm thinking, really, this, it looks like what they had on sale in the, you know, in the sale thing at the grocery store. And I one time said to him, I love roses, but I, I love different colors and I love other flowers too. And so when he brings me flowers that aren't red roses, that still feels very much like romance to me in a way that red roses do not. Mm -hmm. Well, I, and I think a key thing we're talking about too is there's an effort involved in figuring out what is meaningful for the other person and kind of going out of your way to do that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something that's not meaningful to you, because I hear this all the time, especially when you come around Valentine's Day, I'll hear people say, well, Valentine's Day doesn't matter to me at all. I, don't do, I, I think it's a stupid holiday, so I'm not going to do it. And I'm, I always want to say, but does it matter to your spouse? Because I don't care what you think about it. If it matters a lot to your spouse, love says you just suck it up and you do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's thinking outside of the box. It's thinking outside of your own head, your own experiences to really consider and or ask them. I mean, if, if you've never read through the love language book together, it might be something to do so you can figure out what really speaks to one another. Yeah, to Go me. online and take the quiz. We can put mm -hmm. the link in, okay. in our notes. And I think romance is really about being intentional. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it speaks romance to me when my husband goes out of his way and does something that I know he's doing on purpose to show his love for me and not just, yeah, these were on sale at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for me, as something that's changed over time is the gestures. He doesn't, I can buy my own flowers now. I can go uh -huh. buy my own perfume. I can go get any material thing 
that sounds bad, but within you know, reason. within reason, <laughs> exactly, within reason. When he started unloading the dishwasher and I didn't ask him, wow, I know. Honey, you felt sex. a stirring. <laughs> there was a stirring in the yeah. nether regions at that site. <laughs> By Cascade. It was wonderful. <laughs> a cascade of tingling. It was a cascade you know, I, think I think that's interesting too because I, I think part of the romance stuff that matters to me is that they're, it, they're not doing it with some great expectation other than sort of pouring into your love bank. Like they're not doing it because I'm like, well, I'm not just doing this tit for tat. No pun intended. And, <laughs> but they're doing it, you know because they just love you and they want to just show you they just want to be romantic toward you now does it also result oftentimes in other good things coming up in your relationship and in, in sexual intimacy yeah but that's not the purpose of it right well and i've heard some people poo poo chore play too you know yeah, guys yeah. doing chores and if they're doing bed. it just for the purpose of getting sex then i i don't i see chore play as like foreplay right you know not not with the purpose of getting sex but but him helping me around the house really builds my sexual interest. I, I took a picture recently of my husband um, washing dishes and I showed it to a girlfriend and I said, this is the sexiest picture of my husband I own. <laughs> Look at that, I'm yeah. gonna do him right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it changes over time, girl. Because <laughs> our, our needs change over time. Yeah. And... yeah. Hey listeners, this is Jay. It turns out the Oxford Dictionary defines romance as a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. And our sponsor for this episode can definitely help you create more excitement in your bedroom. Christian Friendly Sex Positions is now offering downloadable sex position cards. This is a 29-page printable with more than 220 positions, as well as instructions on how to tailor the pack to your specific marriage so you come up with a repertoire that works for you. As a bonus, couples who purchase these position cards get free expansion packs as more positions are added to the collection. These sex position cards are only $9.99 right now. Listeners can easily find them by going to positioncards.com. That's positioncards.com. Be sure to check out this resource for Christian-friendly sex positions, and we thank them for sponsoring today's episode. Now back to our conversation. I'll tell you what also is, and I don't know if this is romance, but it's something that really mattered to me. It felt very sweet when my husband was took care of the kids. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it was a romance thing because I felt like it was he was making an effort to do something that maybe he didn't even think was that important, but he would be like, you know, I know you want me to read them this book. I'm going to go read them this book. And it was, I mean, it had a very good outcome for them, of course, in their relationship. But I felt like he was intentionally feeding my love bank. Nothing turned me on more when the kids were young than my husband being a really good dad. That would totally make me interested. Yeah. Very sweet. So how do we communicate with each other our romantic needs? Or what we feel about romance? I, mean, I have actually asked my husband what what makes you feel loved? What are some things I already do that make you feel loved? What are some things that I don't do that would make you feel loved? And then I have to be intentional about doing them, although there's one thing I'm like, I really don't want to do that. But I ask him, and then if he doesn't ask me back at some point, 
I'll say, can I tell you some things that I would like that would help me feel loved? He doesn't think to ask, but he'll listen when I tell him, and then he tries. I think it might be interesting for our listeners who maybe don't think that their husband is romantic to stop and think about the things he is doing and see if maybe he's trying to be romantic, but it's in like his own way or his own mm-hmm. language, mm-hmm. because he may be, but it may not be. But that could be a starting point for a conversation. You know, I really appreciate it when you whatever Mm -hmm. it would really mean a lot to me if you would something you know something that really speaks to her yeah that's a good point a lot of times when we approach these conversations we do focus on the deficits that we see instead of making it more of a positive conversation of this is what i need and i appreciate this but here's what i need or an asking and listening to what they need or want but we do tend to go, well, you're not romantic, and I need romantic, and da-da-da, and we, you know, this is not your opportunity to lodge complaints. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody likes to hear that. I've heard of using the sandwich approach when you're trying to oh, tell yeah. someone a, a cr- constructive criticism. You sandwich your one moderately negative or your need in yeah. between two praises. So right. you tell them something you really like that he's done, what you'd like to see, and then something else that he's done that you really like. But I, but I will tell you this, and I think that's a great approach, and that's worked very well in most of my relationships. But for those people who have a husband like mine, if you're married to Spock, what happens is I start in with something, and he goes, this is the sandwich, isn't it? What are you trying to tell uh, me? Yeah, <laughs> he's too that. logical. He like feels through all of that. <laughs> stop the buildup. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> like, so, just get to the point. And, and so the fact that that's where he goes is what is it, what am I doing wrong? It really does tell me, though, that I need to work very hard at simply giving him those outside parts of the sandwich without any of the middle mm-hmm. filling. Well, and, and, and Dr. John Gottman of the Gottman Institute, he's done a lot of research on marriage and long-term relationships, says you need five positives for every one negative. Mm-hmm. So if you're not always kind of building up your husband, maybe you need to do that for a while, actually, intentionally do that for a while before you go have this conversation of, hey, romantically, I need this or that. Maybe you need to start being romantic in the way that matters to him for a while and then state, but what your, if you don't and then state your needs. What if you don't know what... I mean, well, what, what, is, higher, what is to him? You, you, what if you don't know? No, what I'm saying, you might even ask him mm-hmm. and they get stuff and then, and then just kind it. of do it for, you know, do it mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks or a week, week or two and then, and then come to him and say, so you, I'm just saying you could have a little time in between. So we it also have doesn't to be the feel the same conversation. Yeah. So he doesn't yeah. feel like you only asked how, what he thought mm-hmm. so that you could express, you could air out all of your grievances. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I try to have different have those conversations at different times. If we have an issue, there's something I'm doing or not doing, we'll have that conversation, but I don't try to piggyback that on the same conversation as, and here's what you're doing wrong, let's exchange checklists of improvement areas. <laughs> yeah, I try. I'm, I'm picturing like the, that my husband gives me, okay, here's my list and there's two things and I pull mine out and it's like, you know, the Santa Claus linked list. And I go, well, here's, here's my uh, five pages. Make sure you, you go through everyone. It's single spaced and a nine point font. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we try, try to have those conversations at different times so that he doesn't feel overwhelmed by all my words. Mm-hmm. Well, any last words, ladies? About romance, the heroic definition I, of romance. I guess my th- my last thought that I'll express before y'all all say the the closing perfect stuff <laughs> is, is 
sometimes I think romance is just a little overrated. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but it's, it is a little overrated in the sense that we might get this idea that every season of our marriage is going to be just like the novelty falling in love moments. It's not, but I'm not saying it's, there isn't a spark. I'm saying there have been, there's so many sweet moments in my marriage throughout our many years together. But romance does look a little different now than it did, and it's okay. It's good. Yeah, I, th- I think it's good to think about what stages our marriage in and what's reasonable. You know, if you're in the three babies at home stage, what's reasonable is not what it was when you were newlyweds, and it's not what it'll be when your kids are in college. So what's reasonable, what's practical, what's romantic to me? Am I being overly influenced by cultural influences, which I think we're going to talk about in another episode, but, and just, yeah, just communication, just talk about it. I have no words. I got nothing. So So we're just going to wrap it up and you consider your romantic leanings in the next two weeks until our next episode. And if we have given you any value to your marriage or your thoughts about sexuality and sexual intimacy in your marriage, just consider going on iTunes and leaving us a quick sentence or two about what you think of us. And, uh, with we, lots of stars. With lots of stars. And we love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Bye. You. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us today on Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We encourage you to check out our website at sexchatforchristianwives.com where you can find show notes and links to resources. That's sexchat for, F-O-R, christianwives.com. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, please take just a few minutes to leave a review on iTunes so that others can find the show and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to reach out to new listeners. We appreciate you being with us today, and we pray that God blesses you this week as you pursue healthy and holy sexual intimacy in your marriage.